Hey, welcome to Real Talk. The Lost Tape. Hey, I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. But doom. Real talk. Another week. We're here in this table with you. <laughs> Coming this summer. <laughs> That's right. We are at this table with you. Hey, it is so, almost summertime. Yeah, and our allergies are out of control. It's terrible, man. Yeah, I have actually. My head I've done a good job of taking my allergy pills, and even despite that, I still like it's not good. Yeah, my uh, my eyes right now. In my head too. I had a lot of sinus pressure in my forehead earlier too. I had a pain in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I had a pain. <laughs> What's real talk? Opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. We just want to chat it up, as we always say. We don't uh, pretend to have all the right answers, um, but we hope that we drive you to the Bible to find the right answers, because that's where truth is. Amen, So somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast, you will probably see written out a link. That link is www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Real in that is R-E-A-L. www at the remnant.life slash real dash talk. Click the link, follow the instructions. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> fill out your question or paste your, you know, link if you have an article or something you'd like an opinion on. Yep. And we will, it goes into our database completely anonymous. We couldn't find you if, you tr- if we tried. Mm-hmm. And the reason we did this is just to give people an opportunity to feel safe to ask questions that they may not otherwise feel comfortable asking. That's right, so, man. We're here that's to chop it up. Yep. We're here to get busy. So, anything you want to say? You want to catch the crew up? Are you uh, some exciting news? You have a car, new car. Yeah, man. Pretty nice. Yeah, I'm very lucky, man. I'm so blessed. You know, I a lot of the time, you know, I I can look at something like that and think I don't deserve it. So you're right. You know, it's what you've it's, already been doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I asked earlier if it was nice, you stopped telling me. It was nice to shame yourself in your head. You it's true. I go, did. It's nice, man. It's so nice. It's true. You just didn't fill out the part where you're in your own head and you're like, but I'm garbage and yep. you never drive it. It's so true. Yeah. I got, you know, my dad, you know, he got me a new car. Really nice. Yeah, of him. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Really cool. And like, you know, he took the time out of his life to drive all the way from Texas to bring it here. God must like you. Oh, yeah, man. Maybe at least a little bit. And like, I don't know, dude. It's just so cool. And, and like you said, I try not to ruin it with my own self-hatred because, you know, I can look at it as like, you know, I don't deserve this clearly. And then, you know, but people love me and, you know, yes, they do. I got to accept that. So, so it's really nice, man. It's, it's a nice car. You know, he, he even, he even like got it all fixed up and made sure it was like good to go. Like just really cool. Looks like it has leather seats. I peeked in the I window. Bl- <laughs> It Did does. you really? Yeah. Nice, Mark man. It today. It, it, it okay. has leather seats, and the seats have, like, air conditioning in it. It's true. They, it's air-conditioned seats. There's, like, an, or heating, either one. Yeah, but it has cooling. I'm, mm-hmm. Listen, man, heating. Someone's got heating. That's cooling? fair. Yeah, it has cooling. That's awesome. Yeah, you just hit this little button, and it's like... It was oh, very awesome. nice. Oh, it's very... <laughs> Clint, it's that was very more nice. than I do. <laughs> he, he drove it this morning. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's got, like... It's got a lot of little cool gadgets with it, man. Yeah. It's It's... It's really nice. What is it again? I mean, what is the actual? Oh, it's a Lincoln. Yeah, Yeah. those are nice cars. Yeah, like Lincoln MKZ or something like that. You're a man of looks. That's really cool, man. Yeah. So that's the latest. It's a nice car. It looks really nice. Yeah, and it's funny because don't tell me. (laughs) It has the door code. Oh, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know if 
I don't know if it's programmed or anything. Oh, it's, it's definitely going to be programmed. It's just whether or not you know it. I, I don't know the code. I wonder if it has it in the book. I don't know how that works. I bet it does. I just have a singular key. Sorry, everyone. And yeah. it has a... It has like the function where you can like, um, where you turn the car on okay. and it adjusts your seat for you, like That's where you had slow. it last time. Oh yeah, kind of slow. <laughs> Dude, that thing awesome. tried to kill me. Yes. Oh, so it puts it back. Yeah. See, that's what I was. Yeah. So and then when out. you turn the car off, it goes and it pushes you forward. And the first time I turned the car off, I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, because I was like, "What's happening right now?" Dude, that's hilarious. So Tim's I, Tim Tim is a guy that we have here who has a spaceship. Truck yeah, we trap him go in the to basement. the moon and back and yeah, it goes to the future and all it's so fancy <laughs> yeah um but I, i've driven his truck and i get in it and i'm used to it going because right when Driven, you open the yeah. door it immediately goes and pushes forward and oh you really does the same yeah. thing oh yeah nice. so I, I get used to that and i catch it and i push it back his does it when you put the key in so <laughs> immediately I, I just got in i got in and i just go it's it's <laughs> trying That's to crush awesome. me. It's a transformer. The only thing, the only thing that I, I noticed about this car is how impossible it was to get the Bluetooth to work. What you got? I literally had to pull over on the highway for like 15 minutes to figure out how to sync my phone and and actually be able there's to play music. I yeah, there was just only a aux. There, yeah, there's an aux function, and then there's then there's Bluetooth. It it's it's, it's a weird system. But it worked. Yep, but it yes. worked. I guess so. you wouldn't have told the story if it didn't. <laughs> In a field. Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> it has Bluetooth that I've never used. <laughs> well, because at first, when I synced it, it was so confusing because I synced it, and then I thought, like, it wasn't just giving me, like, I still couldn't play music. And there's, like, so a voice weird. function you have to do yeah. with it. So, like, I, because at first I was like, why would I sync my phone if all it's going to let me do is, like, see my phone book? I was like, this makes no sense. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it has, like, a voice function you have to do, and then it, does that and then you can listen to music it's just weird so do you have to is it like your car asks for a password like you're going into like your, your friend's tree house <laughs> at first yes <laughs> the initial setup there was a code i had to put in where'd you find the code it popped up on the screen like the pairing code sure yep so now you're paired to several cars because whenever he's in my car somehow he set his as the primary i don't know how i did this yeah you did you push primary. No. <laughs> it's pretty clear you struggle with the Bluetooth features. So my guess is yeah, you just you jacked around. I just like hit OK a bunch of times yeah. and then just it's like, hey, I'm connected now. That's cool, man. It's a nice car. Yeah, that, man. That's probably taking some stress off you, too. It's such a big blessing. Um, the only thing that, that I guess I, that would be stressful is these freaking gas prices, man. Oh, yeah. No it's joke. terrible. Yeah, it's bad, man. It's yep. Bad. That's the only thing that I'm like, that kind of sucks. That's, that's why I've started looking Huge at blessing like, to be able to get around now and have, not have to, yeah. like, ask people constantly to give me rides. So it's awesome, dude. Shout out to you, father. Hey, shout out to him. You're the man. He's a cool guy. Nice. Uh, other than that, man, I would say that's that's the latest development. Nice. You Big know? news, yes. Yeah, so you just made a... Overnight Chicago trip. That's right. Yeah, I got back at like seven, seven o'clock this morning. How was old Chi Town? The land of I, land of wind. I uh, <laughs> the land of wind was interesting because it wasn't as busy as I expected it, and people told me that they said you were I, they said you were going at like the right time. If you're gonna go to Chicago on the highway, you went at the exact right time, and they were it was, they were right because there was hardly anybody out there. I was nice. very surprised. Now there were still crazy people going like hundred miles an hour flying around you because they just don't care, but. Um, other than that, it was a pretty easy drive. As far it's always interesting going to a big city like Chicago because being from a small town, like 
it's so funny how much like you like think everything's so cool. So like I was like, where's the skyscrapers? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, my dad's like, you'll see him soon. <laughs> you'll see him soon, son. <laughs> yeah. Did you see some? I saw some, man. Yeah. Yeah, That's dude. Sweet. We pulled it. <laughs> we pulled it to the. Uh, we pulled into the. Uh, What's it called? The airport. Mm-hmm. Pulled into the airport, and that's when I started seeing all the skyscrapers. So I was like, "Hey, we're in Chicago for real now." So it's awesome. You, you know, yeah. the best part about this is, is I feel like this is AJ making it seem like he's never been to any big city. He lived in Fort Wayne, where there are buildings that are like skyscrapers. Yeah. And he's been to Indianapolis, where there I'm are sure. skyscrapers. Been to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around skyscrapers. I just times. I'm not consistently around them, so it's like, <laughs> hey, that's a cool big tall building. They're scraping the sky, <laughs> yes, yeah, scraping the sky. So that's cool, man. I'm yeah. Glad. So so that, that trip that, wasn't too bad then. No, man, it it was enjoyable, and you know, I do I enjoy driving, so like I you know was just jamming and having a good time, and it was cool. So jamming, I was having fun, yeah, singing along. That's gonna be on the show. <laughs> anyway. anyway, yeah. So that that's the latest one for me. And how about you? Anything for you in life? Um, man. Well, nose is pretty crooked. I'm pretty pretty much regretting not doing the, the thing now. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, my stomach's been. I think I don't really know. There's been a lot of stuff going on, but mm-hmm. also it could be distress and stuff. But also, like allergies are bad right now, man. They are crazy. Bro, I, you're right. I saw like a literal cloud of pollen yeah, floating around the other day. I was like, my gosh. <laughs> so other than that, I'm trying to think of anything. No, I mean, <clears throat> pretty neat. Um, you know, our softball field's pretty much done that we've been working on to be able to oh, give. Yeah. You know, it's free. Well, one is to have a church league softball and stuff for, so churches can have community with each other. That's right. To where they don't feel like they're in, interfering with things. You know what I mean? To have practices and interact with each other. Mm. But also to do free sports leagues for kids that can't afford that stuff. So we're excited, exciting, we're excited to get going on that finally. And, oh, yeah. Um, weather's been great, which is a huge blessing. Very yes, thankful man. for the sun. Uplifting. Because you know me. I, I suffer from SAD, seasonal affective something disorder. They actually, it's called SAD? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it has two Ds, but yeah, it's called SAD. That's awesome. I mean, it's I think it's awesome, like seasonal affected. He'll look it up. Oh, yep, Clint's on it. Um, Depression disorder? I don't know. Maybe. My da- I actually drove around back with my dad, and he said it's a beautiful field. Oh, he thinks really? it's awesome. That's oh, cool, yeah. man. So, that's, that's cool. Yep, I didn't have to tell him anything. He looked, he was like, wow. You're right. He it's seasonal. that nice. Dude. Yeah, he was like, oh, that's really nice. So that's, yeah. it's, it's legit, man. What did you say, buddy? You're right. It's, a, uh, it's called seasonal affective disorder. SAD is a type of depression related to changes in season. <laughs> I think I'm I sad. From, I, think I suffer from <laughs> sad. I suffer from sad. <laughs> Mental health's a real thing. Uh-huh. I was thinking about that. Dude, that, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Well, so that's been cool. It's been cool to have. And I brought that up because I think I have been. Because <clears throat> you always think, like, depression and stuff, when you have it, it's going to be just extreme sadness. That's true. And sometimes it's apathy, you know, lack of desire to do. <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. When I actually say it, I'm like, yeah, they've told us this for years, but you don't think that way. You know, lack of enjoyment out of normal things in life, <laughs> lack of drive to do things you used to do. Everything I, I am going through, <laughs> except for, <laughs> except for like, you know, but because I haven't felt like, hmm, I'm like, oh yeah, everything's completely normal. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, what do you do for fun? I'm like, what, what is this fun that you speak of? <laughs> you speak of so but yeah it's it's great to be out in the nice weather 
Um, we had a Memorial Day thing with some friends, which was fun. Um, yeah, man, I'm just very thankful. Got to spend time with some time with Daisy early this morning, which is cool. Yeah, man. Um, so it was fun. It was fun. Mm. I'm very thankful for my friends and my family and um, people that just, you know, take it for granted, man. People that, that love you and know your heart. And mm. we live in a crazy time. So but true, man. Anyway, also excited because we got some good questions today. Yeah, man. So we dive right into them. Yeah. I'm thankful for you too. Once you know that. Thanks, man. Appreciate that for real. You're welcome. People aren't used to us loving each other. But... We love each other. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll dive in here. You guys ready to get going on? Oh yeah, fun turn. You got anything? I guess I should. I haven't asked you in a couple weeks. Chip, chop, chop. Not nothing too. Well, I'm I'm incredibly injured. That is that Touché. is most of us. I have a really sad story to tell you oh. about uh, production guy Blake in a minute that alludes to the fact that we live in constant pain. But go ahead. Oh. So uh, talking to a guy named Andy, uh, just because. <laughs> I'm sorry, the way he said that. So this guy named Andy, what did he yeah. tell you? Well, his, his son has rotator, rotator cuff issues, so oh, yeah. I've been having a lot of pain in my. Oh, is that shoulder. what he thinks it is? Uh, no, he actually said it's more common than it's a labrum. I, yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. So um, he's more like that, which would make sense because I've just accepted the fact that I'm a southpaw boxer. So I've been putting a lot of strain on my left arm without fully getting it ready for full strength and just throwing crazy punches with this. Without left actually arm. building its strength, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so not you strained training. It. <laughs> strained. Yeah, nice. so so I've been I've been just stuck with that for a while, and then no, I got a though. terrible. Sprain, twisted ankle, something that I thought was fine, and I did Bro, some ankle. running, Terrible. and it started to burn, and since then, it's not felt good. Uh-huh. So, I've had to do that, and then I think I went a little bit too hard this last Sunday, uh, because... Oh, basketball? Yeah. Austin didn't know it, but he challenged me, and I got competitive, and then I Old went off. fun guy. That makes sense. Fun guy and fun turn. That's Riding right. in life. It's the yep. collision That's of what fun. I scored, like those three points back to back. I remember. You want full shack? It's the Funnerman showdown. Oh, yeah. The Fun Man showdown. We might bring old fun, fun guy Austin back someday. Yeah, maybe one of these those days. Were, those are the days, man. Throwbacks, yeah, man. When we were all just excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. But anyway, sorry, Fun yeah. You're hurting. No, you're yeah. good. Oh yeah, and my sciatica because I've started to train for boxing and and it's a yeah, small goal to uh, hopefully one day become an amateur. And That'd be then cool, go man. from there. But uh, my sciatica, because of all of the twisting, has oh, I didn't think about really, that. really started up. So I've been just living with the constant sciatica pain for like mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. like month as I've been doing this because it's been about a month now. And yeah. then my knees have finally given out That's because no I've joke, started man. like doing plyometrics again on the side, not full like plyo plyo. I'm not doing all of P90X plyo. That oh, is oh, ridiculous. Mr. Horton. But I have been taking multiple of the exercises they're doing and doing that with resistance training and things like that. So I've yeah, had man. to uh, talk to people, do a lot of research, and then just have to slow down because my body needs to heal for the first time in a decade, it feels like, as I slowly break down. Even though you're as young as can be. I know. I walk down the stairs sideways. It's great. I've seen it. Hilarious. AJ discovered a new one that was the, came down backwards the other day. Yeah, wow. I got, it was it was it. Uh, so sideways. I was terrified, bro. I was like, he's gonna fall. He's yeah, gonna man, he's, he's, gonna, going back he's gonna miss his step, and and after that, it's just free falling, which you don't want to fall, man. Yeah, we you don't want to do it. I've fallen down. My heel still hurts from falling down those stairs. 
That's too bad. For real, that's terrible. But yeah, otherwise, I've It's impressive good. that you walked down the... How long did that take you? Five minutes? No. Oh. It took like, me a few minutes. minutes. Uh, it's to dis- just decrease, like, the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It decreases, like, the strain on my legs. So, like... Oh, that makes sense, man. Going I... down because my body hurt so bad yesterday. So, hey. I just walked down backwards. I didn't know that he was terrified. He just kind of looked at me the whole time and was like... <laughs> oh yeah, I was, he didn't say a word. In my head, I was going, "Oh no!" I'm telling you this right now, and you guys can look this up. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. You guys see me? I'll walk backwards on the treadmill at the gym sometimes. Yeah, walking backwards is proven to strengthen your knees, your legs, your back because That's it's so. so you got, I'm telling you, there's a whole movement to even the main. The big thing is like actually the opposite of what they used to teach us in a way is to get your knee in front of your your foot as you go backwards because it ends up putting tension and strain and oh. and works your legs in a different way. Anyway, that's I can send it to you. It's like when you do lunges. Yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. tell you to get your but knees going, your And then they eventually pull sleds backwards and it's supposed to help all that stuff. Sciatica. Oh, hey, and dude. It's interesting. So, Which, wow. by the way, lunges have affected my life in a positive manner. I've <laughs> broken down my last Excuse sparring me. session. I'm so sorry. Uh, my only sparring session. And I've broken it down in my head so many times. And one of them was just a straight lunge as I went in for mm-hmm. a punch. And I re- recognized it. I was like, I just lunged. And mm-hmm. Tony Horton, you, you don't know this, but you were directly a cause of this. Hey. You don't know this. I miss that guy. And then, He's our friend, uh, man. On the car front of things, nothing new. I've decided to look at gas prices and then look at bicycles. Hey, man, and, bicycle uh, or scooter is not a bad idea. For real, though. Or, or there was a motorcycle for sale over here. I haven't That's taken a look a at it. I'm, not, I, I'm a crazy guy, man. I've never been a big proponent of motorcycles. Too dangerous. Which they're is very crazy dangerous. I've just never been a guy that's one. I've just never. I think they're cool. Don't yeah, yeah, they're cool. I've never been a fan of them really either. Well, never had the desire, I guess, the manly desire to ride a motorcycle, like to have one. You know, they say it's a typical thing. I, I rode with my dad to Michigan one time on one. Holy moly! Stressful. I didn't like it. Oh yeah, man, that's a long drive. Because oh. I've never been on a motorcycle. Was like you just got to lean with me. I was like, okay, just got to take this turn back. Because <laughs> if, I, if, and if and then if you go too much, you could you tumble. Yes, and then but if you don't do it enough, it makes it harder on did some you, of the turns. Did you have a helmet? Yeah, I had to wear one. Did he? I don't think so. Yeah, see, man. Dude, well, also you got to realize I'm a big man. I'm a big man. If big I don't guy. get the right motorcycle, <laughs> this is gonna man. look quite comical. It's gonna look like I'm riding around on a moped, and it's not. That's gonna why look I think good. you should just go with a moped, man. Yeah, I, I, that may be an option at this point. Do mopeds I've thought about it. Because yeah. it's going to be cheaper on my gas. Friends, my friend's brother got hit on the highway when he's on a moped and somehow only broke his leg. That was it. Really? Yep. Got hit. Got hit. Could have been a lot worse. Got hit dead on on the highway trying Could've to cross a lot on worse. a moped and he only broke his leg. Is he sober? Yeah. Huh? He was like 15, 14, 15. Oh, he was young. Mm-hmm. That explains it. Yep, and just... Got smashed by a car on the highway. Could have been, yeah. He he probably could have died. Aren't, aren't mopeds not supposed to go on the highway? He wasn't. He uh, the way they had to in order to get home, they had to just cross like those little like midsect like middle sections. <clears throat> and I don't know how he got hit. I don't remember, but <clears throat> that's terrible. Insane. That's insane. But yeah, that's pretty much everything on my front. I've I've had a lot of emotional stuff I've been working through. Uh, Lionheart's been very interesting. Um, I I still am not a huge fan of journaling. Um, you say Germany? No, journaling. I, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Germany. Of Germany you're like, talking man, about. this is what I found out. 
about myself. That's what I thought he said, man. <laughs> this is what I ground out about Not like myself. Germany. I'm on much self-reflection. I'm not a fan of Germany. <laughs> which, which if you funny. know me... You'd think you would love Germany. Yeah, I know. No, more it's of shocking. like that actual <laughs> saying would come out of my mouth, and you'd all go, huh? <laughs> So but funny, yeah, dude. I've had a lot of self-reflection yeah. lately, so hmm. I've had a lot of reflection about life and, and wounds and pain. Yeah, and uh, let me tell you, journaling is helpful. Journaling is healthy. You're going to like it in the middle of it, but it's going to help you in the long run. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much what I've learned. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on for the last few weeks. Besides yeah, the fact that I'm also thinking about quitting my job, but that's, that's a whole other thing. Because mm, not this job. This is the job I like. It's my other job. Making tacos that I hate. <sighs> uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. It's not the act of the taco making that you hate, though. By no. the way, you make a fine burrito, though. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. He does make anyway, a fine burrito. Um, By the, speaking of which, i got to make burritos later. <laughs> <laughs> what, what has happened? I don't know. All right, question one. Thank you, though, for sharing, man. I'm glad yeah, that you're, you're, you seem like you're in a pretty positive place. Yeah, so, it, it's crazy. You do what you're supposed to do, and then you get in a really good place. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. crazy. It's almost like this is what God designed us to do, and uh, he's slowly working on me to being like, okay. okay I should buddy. accept what he says to do. Yeah, I get yep. it. Production guy Blake, real quick, told me an oh, interesting yeah. story. That has yeah. to do with what you said. So he said, man, I realized yesterday, he was telling me the story yesterday, and he was in so much pain all day, I couldn't function. I was like, what in the world? I didn't even go that hard. In basketball the day before that and I was like oh yeah what did you he goes and I realized I hadn't taken the ibuprofen so I took some and I felt great and I said I don't know if you piece this together I go oh you didn't he goes yeah I didn't take one I said are you taking ibuprofen every day he goes oh yeah <laughs> he takes ibuprofen every day yeah, it's killing the stomach that's exactly what I told him but it's not even the main issue because I used to do the same thing and we know how my stomach is but my point is, you've gotten to the place in life where you can't function without ibuprofen. Without ibuprofen, which we just talked about a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and everybody's wondering how we always go through ibuprofen so fast. That's true. You got cats taking this every day oh, to function. Yeah. To function. That's true, man. And they're not taking two. We're taking like I take six when I take ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if not, let's start, you know, go hard, ride that body like a like a wild. Dirt bike. Yeah, like a wild dirt bike. That's all I can come up with, man. Vroom, vroom. Is, vroom, vroom. <laughs> so production guy. hope you feel better, buddy. Brop. Also, I'm supposed to... That's a bird. Brop. Nope. Sounds nope. like a bird. Sounds like a turkey. Or a, a, a crow. A, yeah, a parrot. <clears throat> That's a motorcycle. That was pretty good. Here's what you did. Caw! 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 Do it again. I can't even do it. <laughs> Bar, what'd you brop? Yeah, I, I want I want let's just take a second so you understand that you're so wrong. So I get on my motorcycle, no one if you're watching the podcast. And I start it up and it's slowly going. And then all of a sudden I grab the, mm-hmm. the handlebars and I and I go. Brop. <laughs> Does that sound that's not the sound I heard in video this games growing up, man. It's. It, I don't know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. Question number one of our great questions. Hey, thank you guys so much for sending these in. You're 
Um, I hope you get some good answers and, and we help you out in that. But also just know that you're encouraging other people and maybe helping them as they process. So I love this mm. first question. It shows somebody just actually studying the Bible and really oh, yeah. you know, wanting it, wanting to understand it. So I think it's great. So question one, AJ. Why does yep. it talk about Jesus baptizing in John 3.22 and then says Jesus didn't baptize at the beginning of John 4? I'm confused. So looked at these, looked at John 3.22 and then also looked at the beginning of John 4 and uh, 3.22, this is ESV, it says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the uh, Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. Okay. And then at the beginning of John 4, I just did John 4, 1 and 2, uh, it says, Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus did not baptize, but only his disciples, and then it goes more into, like, mm-hmm. more context. But that was just the beginning of John 4. So it's like... I think whoever was reading this was like, well, it just said that him and his disciples were yeah. baptizing, and then John 4 says, well, he wasn't. Jesus wasn't baptizing. So for me, just looking at the wording of uh, 322, uh, it just says that uh, after this, Jesus and his disciples went to the Jan countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. Um, I guess for me, like the wording of it, I can see why it would be confusing, but I'm also like, yeah, but also it, to me, it didn't say Jesus specifically was baptizing. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's a fairly common, like it's, it, believe it or not, there are people out there that say that they use that as one of the ways the Bible contradicts itself. I think your explanation was great. The first one, John was just saying, hey, Jesus was out there working with them. And then he wanted to clarify in, in chapter four that Jesus himself wasn't the one actually doing the baptizing. And since John's goal in the Gospel of John is kind of just to contrast the ministries, not compare, of John the Baptist and Jesus, you know, that's why he probably wanted to make sure that he clarified that in that second chapter. So great point. Does not contradict at all. We gave the example. It's like saying that me and the guys went downstairs and cleaned the bathroom and the toilets. And then the next chapter is... Todd and the guys went down to clean the bathroom and toilet. AJ and the guys went down to clean the bathroom and the toilets, but AJ didn't actually clean any of the toilets. Mm-hmm. We were still all clean together, but you know, we were right. together. Essentially, we were together while it was happening. Exactly. So good stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You're up. Okay, so next question starts off with, thank you, guys. You answered my garter hearts from worship songs nicely, and I understand now. I'm not a seasoned Christian, and I'm still learning. So thank you for telling me to read my Bible so I can filter and learn discernment. Oh, absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you for being so humble. It was cool, man. Yeah, we all got those questions. We're it was all... Nice, nice little dialogue. We were Bye. Yep. Here's mine, AJ. Also, right. <laughs> not a question. Just wanted to thank you guys for doing what you're doing. I'm not in a position to give, but I do tell everyone I know about this podcast. I can't wait to be able to give and support you guys and your ministry more. Keep it up, guys. Thank you very much. It comes at a time that's very much needed. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... I would say... F- for me personally, it can be hard to, I guess to me, like there's a pressure sometimes to feel like, oh, you have to know everything in order to be on a podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, to talk about the Bible and talk about, you know, Christ and, you know, answer people's questions. That's not true. And that's what this show's all about. You know, it's, if anything, it's, it's even more of a learning experience for me as much as it is you guys listening sometimes. So like, thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to talk about life and talk about questions people have. And, you know, being able to just chop it up and just talk about it and not have to be under this weird pressure of like people thinking that I'm wrong, you know? So that's cool. I appreciate your support and, you know, thank you so much for even like telling people about it. Cause that's, that's, 
that's so, I don't know, that's key. You know, that's how we get people to see, you know, and hear about Jesus. We, we share. So thank you so much. It's awesome. Appreciate you. Yep, that was awesome. Thanks. You're up, man. Let's see. Loved it. Thank you again, truly, for the encouragement. Could forgiveness ever be a bad thing? No. Um, I think a lot of times we confuse forgiveness with, um, with like, forgetting. Mm. So an example I've heard before, and I think it's a good one, is if, if a, a man is, uh, you know, if a husband were beating his wife right. when they were separated and she forgives him, that's not the same thing as her saying, well, I'm moving back in today. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because the forgiveness is a process between these two people, and in that moment, the guy, um, you know, there's, it's going to take time to rebuild that trust, and his repentance and the change in action, let's say in that scenario, is going to be shown in, in what he does, right? Yeah. And it's okay to be discerning and wise, you know, be shrewd as uh, serpents and innocent as doves, to be wise. Mm. And, you know, of course people are going to say, you have to, you know, I've always heard, you have to give me your Christian. I was like, well, yeah, I have to forgive you from my heart and, and choose to let, to let go of the idea that, that uh, I'm going to punish you, you know, or that kind of thing. Exactly. But it doesn't yep. mean that you forget. It doesn't mean the pain's gone. It doesn't mean you have to pretend the pain's gone. It just means it's a choice, um, really, to trust God in that and to release the con- the, the control of that. That's good, man. And, uh, you know, I've always said that. There's times, there's times that, depending on the relationship, that you can forgive, right? And, and I've done this, and you want good for people. Yes. And that's another part of forgiveness is, is wanting and getting to the place where you can want good for them and want their heart to. Uh, but really it good, doesn't man. mean that your anger's not gone. It doesn't yeah. mean that what they did isn't wrong. It doesn't mean that you have to be a restored in relationship to them. It doesn't mean any of those kinds of things. It's it's a mm. heart um, it's a heart stance more than anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that a that's, lot. That's the way I would. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of that. Like... And I think biblically that's but I, but but the call to forgive for a Christian is not optional. It's good, man. You know, because God does that for us. Now, forgiveness does involve repentance, mm. but God's all, people always say, well, God doesn't forgive you unless you repent, but God's already done his part of forgiveness. So it's not the same as like, okay, if you do this, you earn the forgiveness. He's already done it. It's just, are you willing to accept that by repenting, right? You know, first John says, confess your sins, you know, repent and you will be healed, you know, all that kind of stuff. He is yeah. good and faithful to forgive us of all unrighteousness when we confess our sins, so... Mm. Um. Yeah, it's more of a heart stance. I like that. It makes me think of like justice. Like a lot of times, I feel like, like people feel like people can have a hard time forgiving because of like they want that justice. I get that. My personal. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you're a vigilante sometimes. Ooh, that's God. good. Yeah, and then and understanding that you know vengeance is for the Lord. Mm-hmm. They say, and again, you know, forgiveness is a heart stance. It has nothing to do with even necessarily consequences. Sometimes that's out of our hands. That's right. If yeah. anything, it's it's not dependent on. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. So, but you know, it leads to that's a great topic to discuss, and maybe will sometime because because then it can bring up, and I'll just throw it out, but I'm not going to answer it. So it'll come back. It's like, okay, what if someone doesn't ever ask for your forgiveness? Are you still called to forgive them as a Christian? And um, oh, yeah, that gets us. It's a great topic. Maybe fun turn. Write that down. Something for us to talk about sometime. But good question. Thank you. Hmm. 
So I guess so. Can it, forgiveness ever be a bad thing? I don't think the heart stance of forgiveness can. I think that sometimes forgiveness can be used as a hammer to try to manipulate people into going into unhealthy situations again. Ooh, and good. I don't think that's forgiveness, right? Where they demand that you have to accept them where they're at, and yep. they confuse that with forgiveness. Does that <laughs> make good. sense? Absolutely. You have to put up with me. I don't know, beating you or I'm calling you names or whatever because that's forgiveness. And I'm just like, right. no, man, you've got to repent and want to change that. So good stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, great question. Do you – this is a tough question to answer here. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll kind of skip because I don't really know the person's heart. What would you say to a, a homosexual, a practicing homosexual, who says that they know the truth but they, they can't choose between God and the person who they love right now? Mm. What would you say to that person? I would say that initially I was thinking like <clears throat> I thought about myself because I kind of took the idea of like them being homosexual. I just thought of myself as like a sinner because at the end of the day, like it's I I as well choose to disobey God and and I don't even though I know the truth. Like I I, I choose to disobey. Um, it's about repentance and change. You know, if somebody is not willing to set aside their own desire that isn't good in God's eyes, then, like, that's just them not being willing to to change, you know. Um, because, again, there's a difference between struggling with a sin, you know, and then just not even and battling with it and then just giving up and just being like, yep, this is this is just who I am or what I do or, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, yeah, that that's that's what I would say. Like, it's just a matter of them being rebellious. <laughs> well, we don't even have an indication here um, that the person is a Christian. True. So it's not someone struggling with it. And it, the picture I get, and I'm sorry if we're wrong here, is that you're telling someone about Jesus. They say, "Listen, I know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, but I'm not willing to walk away from this." And it's not mm-hmm. so much. And I think you you touched the nail on the head. It's not so much that that's tough. You're unwilling mm-hmm. to even. Hit, Truly admit you have to if yep. you're not willing. So I'll tell you what it reminds me of without even getting into it. It reminds me of the rich young ruler. It's good. He comes. He says, how do I have eternal life? He says, you got to follow the commandments. The guy says, the rich young ruler says, I've done all that. Jesus said, okay, great. i got one more thing for you. I want you to give, sell all your belongings, give it to the poor, and come follow me. And it says, the man went away very sad because he had many possessions. In that moment, that man may have thought Jesus was awesome, knew he knew the way to life, but was unwilling to give up the thing that was most important to him. And that's what the call is. It's right. to understand that our desires are secondary to, to God's because we trust that what he has for us is better, even if we don't understand it. And I think that's the issue. So what would I say to them? And I, you know, I'd probably share that story and, and just ask them who Jesus is and, and, and talk not so much about the sin, but about, like, do you really know the truth? Because it sounds like you don't. Because if you know the truth... It's not about even that specific sin, right? It's about their unwillingness mm. to let go of self, you know, to put their faith in Christ. That's good, man. Because right then and there, they're putting the barrier up, not you. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, like, I can't because I can't give this up. So they know they're going to be called to, and they're unwilling. And remember what Jesus said, he who puts his hand in the pile and looks back is not willing to follow, right, or not willing to, I mean, is not fit mm. um, for the kingdom, so... It sounds harsh until you read what he's really saying, and it's like that's the way to life, and you can't be 
it's hard and it's going to be a journey and it's not saying it's going to magically go away. And I think that's what you're implying and kind of yeah. connecting it to is your own journey. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like this person's not even to the place yet. And you kind of met to where they've accepted Christ and they're, they're being honest enough, I guess, in a way to say that. And he, in a way I respect that because they're not trying to change it. Yeah, man. Change the, change the call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. They're, they're saying, not bending it. They're just saying they're not willing to do it. Which is sad in a way. But yeah. I would that, So I would just talk to them about it, but I would make sure that, like, um, you know, and talk about the gospel and what it really is. It's not about, it's deeper than that stuff, man. Mm. Um, and it's funny with homosexuality because it always seems to come up right away. But when we go talk to people who are, say, living with their girlfriends, yeah, is that what we say right away? Hmm. But again, in this case, I think it's interesting, a very interesting situation because the person seems to know that they're going to be called to walk away from that. So, and they're not willing. You can't change their mind. And what I would do is just pray for them and pray for their That's heart. And, um, but what a cool relationship you have with a person that they're willing to be real with you and talk to you. Oh, about. yeah. Because so, a lot of the time people wouldn't even... They wouldn't even enter into that conversation. No, not yeah. at all. So that's really neat. Thanks for sharing that. Hmm. You're up, man. Is it a sin to tell your kid that their animal went to heaven when it died? Also, is it a sin to tell your kids Santa and Easter Bunny are real? These kind of questions are hard sometimes because there's there's questions of conscience. So on the surface, very clearly, you're like, it is a lie, and a lie is wrong. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. Um, and that's true. And I understand the idea of even... And I've kind of come around. Some people said, uh, I don't want to talk to my, to ever be lied to my kids. So that's why I don't tell them that, you know, there's no, I'm never going to tell my kids there's an Easter bunny or whatever. So to me, I think I'm going to, I'm actually, I don't know if I've ever done this. I mm-hmm. don't, I don't think I can give you that answer. What I think I could do is to tell you to pray about it. Mm. Um, that's what I would tell you, you know, and, and the Bible says that when we're not given specific direction on certain things, that we are to pray and trust Holy Spirit in our conscience, and that's, that's why good, some people man. can drink and some people can't. Yep. You know, have a drink, no one is to be drunk. Or some people can watch a PG-13 movie and someone can't, or whatever, you know, whatever their line is. You have to be right. obedient to what God's calling you to do. So there's things that I don't feel comfortable with um, because God doesn't want me to, right? Yep. So, for instance, drinking is one of them. I don't drink a lot, not because I even think it's a sin, but because for me, I think very early on I learned that, um, you know, I don't know where that line is. Yep. And so I've always felt this little feeling in my heart, you know. So I try mm-hmm. to 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 be obedient to that beyond, you know, I might have a taste of mead here or there or something. But that's just an example. So I think pray about it and, and if you feel convicted and feel like it's wrong, then that's then it should you shouldn't do it. I like that. I'm just living out of the conviction. It's really yeah, and the Holy Spirit's real and it will it will guide you. Mm. I really believe that. All right. Okay. I believe we got one more. Yeah. It's uh so this is Ephesians 4.1. It says, I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of calling to which you've been called. Uh, I am learning how to read my Bible and kind of dissect Scripture to better understand and know that some words don't mean what I think they are. Can you guys help me understand what it means to be a prisoner for the Lord? Great question, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you the simple answer and then but also kind of give you a way to think of it. Paul was literally in prison at this time, and he had been imprisoned... He's essentially saying, I'm in prison for following God. Hmm. Um, I'm a prisoner because of what, you know, the call, which he was. Whether he was a prisoner in Rome or one of the other times, because he was put in prison all the time for preaching. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was just saying, hey, I, I, therefore, a prisoner, someone who's in prison for God right now, in prison for the mission, I'm asking you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling. So he's saying, I'm doing it. 
Mm. I know it has a cost, right? It had a cost for me, but I can say it to you because I'm living it. I'm living this out. And, um, yeah, and so for, for that's, that's what it, Prisoner of the Lord means specifically in this case. I think that we can all learn something from that, that, that there's, there is a cost. Yes. Um, there's always going to be a cost to follow Jesus, and sometimes it's hate. Sometimes it could be, you know, in other countries, people really are being put in prison. Yes. For, for being Christians and talking yep. about Jesus. Sometimes they're killed. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, we lose friends and relationships with family. Sometimes people take our words and twist them and try to, you know, make us, I don't know, uh, appear to be evil or something, you know, when you're just yeah. trying to, to stand up for what the Bible says. And a lot of times people try to read into your motives. So I think it, one thing we can take from that is just we're all going to have a cost, even though to follow, we're going to have a cost to follow Jesus. And I think Paul was just reminding that by highlighting his own cost. That's good, man. Months, right? So yep. literally it meant he was a prisoner. Great question. I love whoever, you know, you guys are so smart that you're yeah, just man. out there thinking and, and studying and reading. And, That's right. Uh, it, it just sharpens me. True so. study of the scriptures. Anyway, what do you got, man? Uh, I think that's about it for us today. Yep. We might go into, uh, we got some pretty cool. Yep. Two questions came in live if you want to answer them. Huh? I don't know that. Are they, <laughs> I'll take a looky. I also got a phone call from Texas. Hey, did your dad call me? Dad? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> oh, I see one. Is that the lustful one? Yep, and then there's one underneath that one. Um, oh, man. Hmm, interesting. Good yeah, question. I just pulled it up to you. All right, well, we'll go ahead and answer them. All right. AJ. Yes. Do you? By the way, the, guys, these are off the cuff. We have done no research this came in live in the moment, so true. Uh, we're going to say that right now. If nothing else, this is just our thoughts. Don't take it for, <laughs> pun intended, the gospel truth. Go study for yourself and pray. <laughs> but uh, do you think Jesus struggled with lustful thoughts? It's said that he's gone through everything we have, but I don't feel like the Bible ever talked about that. When it talks about Christ going into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, I would imagine this is probably something that came along with that, right? That's good. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I know it doesn't necessarily say that specifically, but, you know, he's fully God, fully man, and I know... Is lust the same as desire? I don't know. Do no, I think that I... he was tempted with mm -hmm. desire? He was a man, did he find... Yeah, but it shows us that there's a way... I think lust mm -hmm. is what happens when you give in to desire in your mind. Okay, it's, it's that's just so, my thoughts so, on so it. So right? in the initial, I guess because in my real quick, sorry to me no, interrupt, no, but in my mind, good. I differentiate between lust and desire because lust is an ugly thing that desire grows into. Okay, if so, it's not, you know what I mean. So if like if you right. are, lust comes in when you unhealthy like feed it. Yes, when you feed the desire. Okay, that's what it kind of seems like to me. I got you. So do I think Jesus? Sorry to me cut you off. No, that's, that's good. That was that's good. my question. I like that. Hmm. So I don't know what your answer was then. No, I, I I think that would change my answer then because I don't know if Jesus would ever ever had a lust. Well, but I think it. But back you up. Not I think the heart of their question is: Do we? Did he ever? Did he ever have desire? Oh, definitely. Then I think he did. And yes. so he was. So when it says he was tempted, it's good for us to remember that being tempted, you were tempted with desire. Lust is what comes from from that unhealthy desire that's fed. That's good. Man. That's how I view it. It's Does like that make you, sense? Because yeah. I can look at someone beautiful, a beautiful woman, and say that's a beautiful woman, and I have a moment maybe, right, where I can choose you to may, go yes. to lust or I can choose to just move on. And that's I think really good. Jesus man. didn't do that. 
That's so good. You know, he didn't get, he didn't feed that. Mm-hmm. He had to have been a man, right? And so he could appreciate beauty and all that. Mm. That's yeah. my thought. So you, I think he would have been tempted. We know that. You brought it before. That's a great – He pro- why wouldn't he have been tempted? If he was tempted with pretty much everything, and mm-hmm. what did it show him when it said, I'll give you all this? You know, it might have been women in, oh, yeah. in relationships or who knows what it was. But mm. at the end of the day, he didn't give in to it. That's right. Yeah, I really like the way you explained that, man. It's really good because you always have that moment where you can either nip it, you can nip it, or or you you dive, you go deeper. That's yeah. really good. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, let's see. The other question that we got here is: Is it wrong to prevent pregnancy? Is that taking control over something God should have? It's something I've been struggling with. This is another question. Um, I just, I guess, since we didn't do any prep for this, I'll just off the cuff. Two things I yeah. think. A few things I think. I don't know how many's going to come out. One, um, I will say the exact same thing I said before. Well, before that, mm-hmm. before I say that, I think certain things probably the very borderline mm-hmm. between, you know, because really what you're asking probably is you're wrestling with the, the idea of abortion even. Like, is certain things abortion in a way or, mm-hmm. you know, plan B? We've talked about that. You know, some people, all that kind of stuff. You know, when does life begin? All that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but to be specific, in this case, you said to prevent pregnancy. I don't know what that means, whether it means condom or mm-hmm. birth control, that kind of thing. Right. I, I would leave that up to you. Do I think I would say pretty sure, and this is off the top of my head, guys. I haven't researched what the Bible talks about, and this is going to sound crazy, that there were times that someone, this sounds so vulgar, but it was just being asked a question, mm-hmm. having sex and pulled out, yeah. quote, spill their seed on the earth to prevent that kind of stuff. So is that the same thing? Were those people viewed in a good light? I don't know off the top of my head. I think you're going to need to pray about it. Um, if you're married, which is my hope here, right? right? You're married, and you know, that's something you and your husband or you and your wife should be praying about and discussing and, um, and decide on your own. Do I personally think the use of certain contraceptives i you know i guess that probably doesn't matter i shouldn't give my personal opinion that's what i'm starting to learn um, <laughs> but i do think that overall um it's just something to pray about and seek it's god good. seek god's guidance on and and there's there's really wise pastors out there really wise people that give good arguments um so go check those out but hmm. i think the fact the fact you're wrestling with it you should you should talk with your spouse um and if you're not married should avoid having sex. You don't even have to think about that at all. That's truth. So does that, you guys think that's, okay. Yeah, I think that's good, man. Great question. Sorry, if if I didn't answer, you can be very specific maybe. I know you may not want to about what kind you're using, and maybe we can give a little more thought. You know, I don't know. But appreciate you asking. What what good questions today. Oh, yeah, man. Really good questions You got anything you want to say? Yeah, uh, I just love you guys so much. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you guys uh, took something from it. Use the link www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Let us know what you think. Got any other questions? Need any clarifications? Do it. Awesome. Fun turn says he's got nothing today. Hey, same thing. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, God loves you most importantly. Hmm. Um, If you don't know him, he wants to know you. And he does know you. And he's just waiting for you uh, to put your faith and trust in him. And the Bible says you've never gone too far that God can't find you and reach you. In fact, it says that all of us, every Christian that's ever lived, it was in the midst of our sin that he came down and saved us. Right, and um, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and that's bad news because the wages of sin are death. But the good news is, is that we all have the opportunity to have eternal life through Him, um, and what Jesus did for us on the cross. So you can have that too um, by putting your faith in Him. 
And uh, that means believing him and turning away from the way that you've been living. God loves you. Don't let anyone tell you that he doesn't. Mm. Don't let anyone tell you that you can now sin his grace if you put your faith in him. And uh, we just hope you guys have a great day. We do love you, and God bless you. Yeah.